This is 3 News Now, your daily update on everything Northeast Ohio with Stephanie Haney. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to 3 News Now on this gorgeous day here in Cleveland this Thursday, August 25th. I'm Stephanie Haney. Thank you for being here for the top stories from WKYC.com and our WKYC app. These are the stories here on 3 News Now that matter most to you in Northeast Ohio. These are the stories that you are clicking on, reading and sharing from our website and from our app. And we start today with a follow-up explaining more about President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness program because I got a lot of follow-up questions yesterday from viewers and they were very good questions. So remember, we talked yesterday about the number of people that will be eligible here. About 43 million people are expected to have at least some student loan debt forgiven under this plan either $10,000 or $20,000, $20,000 being if you had a Pell Grant. Now that's as long as your income is below $125,000. So let's get to the follow-up questions. First of all, people are wondering how their taxes will be taken into consideration, how they will be looking at where you made that $125,000. So your taxes from either 2020 or 2021 will be what is looked at to determine whether you are under that $125,000 threshold. So this means if you made just a little bit of money in 2020, but you got a big raise in 2021, you can use your 2020 taxes to qualify if you were under that $125,000. Now, this centers on Pell Grants. If you're able to get that $20,000 of student loan debt relief and a lot of people are asking me, well, how do I even know if I had a Pell Grant that was so long ago? Well, you'll need to go to studentaid.gov. And if you can't remember your password, if you hadn't logged in there in a long time, you're going to have to go through the process to reset your password and all of that good stuff. I will give you this tip. If you reset your password based on your challenge questions, you know, what's my mother's maiden name, that sort of thing, it will let you reset your password, but it'll lock you out for 30 minutes. It makes you wait 30 minutes if you go that way. If you reset your password based on a phone number or an email address that's been previously verified with studentaid.gov, then you can get in right away after you reset your password. So you may have to do that. I had to do that because it was not accepting the password that I was pretty certain was the password, but we all know how that goes. So once you log into studentaid.gov, something will pop up right away and it'll show your loans on one side and your grants on another side. It'll be sort of like a pie chart and right there you'll be able to see whether you had any Pell Grants. And if you had a Pell Grant, then you know you qualify for that $20,000 student loan debt relief. Now, another big question people are asking. What if I paid off my student loans during the pandemic? Of course, remember, we're considering these are people who are under that $125,000 income threshold. So we're living in that world if you are meeting the salary requirement. And people are thinking, geez, uh, am I just out this money? Well, you're not. You can get a refund for student loan payments that you made during the pause period. And that pause period started on March 13th, 2020. So if you're someone, for example, who paid off your student loans during this pause period and maybe you paid $10,000 or more to pay them off. You can get a refund of those payments and then you can get that deduction and then you can make that payment, whatever your balance is, once it gets all sorted out. Now, even if you didn't pay off your student loans during the pandemic, but you still made payments during this pause period, 
you might want to consider getting a refund of those payments anyway. And here's why. Bit of a separate issue here, okay? But I will give you the example of a teacher. A teacher is a public servant. A teacher would qualify for public service loan forgiveness. Now, what we know from what we've talked about before is after 10 years, if you make qualifying payments under the public service loan forgiveness program, the rest of your student loans are forgiven. So say you're a teacher with $200,000 of student loan debt and you've been paying on that debt for nine years. One year from now, your loans will be forgiven. Well, say you've been paying on that debt all through this pause. That pause counts as payments toward your 10 years. So whether you make the payments or not, you're getting credit for all of that time. So no matter what happens from here on out, one year from now, your student loans will be forgiven if you're that teacher under that public service loan forgiveness program. So you get that refund for the past more than two years, more than two and a half years from March 13th, 2020 through to December 31st, 2022. And then a year from now, you continue to make those payments, your student loans are forgiven and you have all of that money back that you paid during this pause period. So that's just one example of how you might wanna get that refund even if you hadn't paid off your student loans during this pause period. Another question I'm getting from people, what about parent plus loans? What if you were a parent who took out a loan for your student because your student was already maxed out, they needed a little more money, whatever it was, you took that student loan out, the parent plus loan. Does that qualify for the debt reduction? And the answer is yes, it does. It qualifies for the $10,000 debt reduction, not the $20,000, depending on if there were Pell Grants involved. That's not a factor for a parent plus loan, but $10,000, yes subject to the income requirement. So as long as that individual made less than $125,000 in either 2020 or 2021, or if it's a married couple or someone who files their taxes as head of household and they made less than $250,000 in 2020 or 2021, that person can get that $10,000 debt reduction on a parent plus loan. Now here's another factor that people were asking me about. This is what we'll wrap this up with. A lot of times when debt is discharged, the default is you are taxed on that as income. That's a lot of money to be taxed on if you're getting a $10,000 debt reduction or a $20,000 debt reduction to have to pay taxes on that could be substantial for some people. But you will not be taxed on this. This is a special scenario because of a item in President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan. There's a special provision in there that says temporary elimination of any student loan borrowers who had those debts discharged of any tax liability for discharged debt. Maybe the president was thinking about this. Maybe he's been thinking about it longer than we realize because that item is in the American Rescue Plan. So those are some of the follow-up questions. Great questions from our viewers. Hopefully that helps clear things up just a little bit more. Okay, now let's turn to another way to save you money because we've been talking about this for a while now. NOPEC, which is an aggregator for utilities here in the Northeast Ohio area, their rates are higher right now than the electric company. So people were paying a lot of extra money if you were enrolled in NOPEC and it previously probably saved you a lot of money. Well, NOPEC had this system in place where you could call and let them know that you wanted to opt out of NOPEC. And the question became, why do you have to call? If you know all of these people are being overcharged by your service, why do you have to call? Well, you don't have to call anymore. NOPEC is automatically unenrolling people 
from the program that is charging them too much money for their electric right now. So you'll be reverted back to what would be the provider for your area. NOPEC says about 550,000 customers in Ohio will expect to save money on electric bills this year because of that. Here's the deal. This is important because these rates are expected to be flip-flopped like this until into the spring. Now, would it be great if the change was immediate because we are at the end of summer and people are using air conditioning and that takes a lot of electricity? Yes, that would be great. But unfortunately, it takes one to two billing cycles for the change to take effect. And I know that personally because I called and there does not seem to be a way right now to expedite the process. I also checked if NOPEC would be willing to give a refund if they uh, were not able to expedite the process for any extra charges incurred in the following billing cycle or the previous billing cycles. NOPEC said no, they would not be able to do that. So uh, obviously this situation is a little bit fluid, but if any of that changes, we will let you know. So what will happen is Customers might receive a notice from their utility company confirming the change and they will receive a letter from NOPEC detailing the change. So you will be made aware if your provider is changing. Okay, now let's talk about something happening out in Sandusky today. U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg was here in town today highlighting construction plans. Now this is on Route 6 near Cedar Point. This is a key access way to Cedar Point and there will be some significant upgrades that are expected to improve the flow of traffic and also safety on that route to and from Cedar Point. This is because of a federal grant worth nearly $24.5 million. So what we also know is that this is expected to uh, really, really change some things between here and Cedar Point. It will replace approximately five existing intersections with roundabouts along US 6 and Rye Beach Road and install part of the Sandusky Bay pathway and a multi-use path along US 6 and Rye Beach Road. So we'll get more details about this. Obviously, um, I am uh, a, a little torn about replacing these intersections with roundabouts. Roundabouts are tricky, in my opinion. A little bit tricky, especially if you have multiple entry points in those roundabouts. Uh, I know that there is one particular roundabout that I'm thinking in Uniontown that always seems to make me stop longer than I feel like I would have to if it were a normal intersection. But normal is subjective and we have to roll with change, right? So that's what's going to happen along US Route 6. Other people who were there today, Representative Marcy Kaptur and retiring Senator Rob Portman. We did stream that press conference today on WKYC.com so you can check that out. And we have exciting news for some of our most accomplished athletes here in Northeast Ohio. This fall, the Greater Cleveland Sports Hall of Fame is adding four more members, and they are incredibly deserving. Cleveland Browns quarterback Bernie Kosar, who everyone loves, he's an absolute legend. Olympic gold medalist pole vaulter Katie Najat, who is just as nice as can be. I got a chance to talk with her on the Three Things to Know podcast. I recommend that you check out that conversation super kind. She really opened up about what her experience has been like after the Olympics and you might be uh, surprised if you hear some of the things that she had to say. Now we don't have personal experience with these two but obviously incredible athletes and people in the sports world as well. Elyria High School volleyball head coach Carol Russo and Cleveland Guardians radio play-by-play -play announcer Tom Hamilton and that is the 2022 class 
and what a class it is of incredible athletes here from the Northeast Ohio area. So this will be uh, this induction will take place on Tuesday, October 18th. It'll be at the Cleveland Marriott downtown at Key Tower. It's presented by Union Home Mortgage and supported by Discount Drug Mart. So for information about attending again, that's on Tuesday, October 18th. So you got a little bit of time, but I wouldn't wait too long because I imagine with a class like that, it'll be quite the hot ticket. Go to clevelandsportshall.com. We do have that linked on WKYC.com. And one more thing to let you know before we go here tomorrow. Tomorrow is National Dog Day, and we're looking for your dog pictures. I'm very excited to say that I will be live downtown in the 5 o'clock show tomorrow in uh, the Ohio City area, actually, at a brand new spot called Luca's Barkery, where they do barking or baking for uh, for pups and all kinds of fun things and we'll be checking that out. I'll be there with Oscar Wilde McCool. I hope you're celebrating your pup but send in your photos to us at WKYC.com. You can uh, text us, you can email us. We've got all that information on WKYC.com for how you can send us those photos to celebrate National Dog Day which is tomorrow August 26th and I will see you back here then with more 3 News Now. Thanks for listening to 3 News Now with Stephanie Haney from WKYC Studios. Subscribe now so you never miss an update. And find more on everything you heard here on WKYC.com and in the WKYC app.